Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome back to Angel Talks Life. If this is your first time here, well, you are in for a treat. On this show, we talk about current events from a Christian perspective, lifestyle tips and hacks to improve your productivity, and of course, our faith in God. So stay tuned for this episode of Angel Talks Life. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to my podcast. This is Angel Talks Life, and today we are going to be talking about the business the entrepreneur, the female business entrepreneur, and what changes we can make in this America. A lot of people have been protesting. A lot of us are, you know, we're protesting, we're doing our things that we can as part of the Black Lives Movement. But I've been really considering the fact that maybe there's something else that needs to change for the Black community. And I really believe it starts with the Black female entrepreneur. Now, before you go on thinking I'm like, you know, a feminist um, or, you know, whatever, please listen to what I have to say. And if you have any questions, I forgot to say that I am doing this podcast live on Instagram. So um, I want to tell you all that the black economy is what propels this America. 13%, we is our population in America. We make up 13% of our of the population in America. But our buying power is $1.7 trillion. $1.7 trillion. And when you think about the the what that means is that a lot of America needs our money in order to keep propelling this country to where it's going. And then not only that, let me tell you something. You know how we say that the um, Blacks have built the foundation for America in the past? No, we're still doing that. So I was thinking the other day, I said, okay, well, if that's the case, what can we do as a community to be able to gain this economic freedom? So I did some research. Let me explain. So for the Black community, we all are into entrepreneurship. And I have some statistics here that really changed my viewpoint on a lot of things. First of all, we are growing as entrepreneurs like phenomenal. There has been a 12% annual increase in entrepreneurs. Female entrepreneurs make up 65% of all women entrepreneurs, 65%. That means out of all of the uh, women-owned businesses, we own about 2.5 million businesses. So if we are growing at this rate, why are we not gaining the economic freedom that we need as a black community? Well, let me go ahead and tell you, us as black women, we have a, a, a um, what is it? Our biggest issue comes with the wealth gap that is present in this community. So first of all, we do not have any access to capital when we start our businesses. Since we don't have access to that capital in the start of at the beginning of the businesses, a lot of our businesses do fail within the first three years. And on top of that, 
the capital that's needed to keep a business going is often cash-based, okay? So it's often cash-based. And we do have a lot of those issues that stop us from gaining more control and employing people of our own race. And that's the problem that I know if we could change our capital and be able to have more access to capital, then we will be able to succeed and in turn employ our own race. Do you know that small businesses make up about 49.8% of the entire, um, they employ about 49.8% of the um, of of private sector employees in this country. 49.8% of the private sector employees in this country. What does that mean? Well, it wouldn't be so significant if these small businesses had less than 500 employees. I'm talking people who are just like your average Joe, owns a restaurant down the street, um, somebody who has a clothing company, whatever the case may be. So those are the people who are employing half the country. Half the country. There you have it. So what are you going to like, what, what do we do with understanding and having the knowledge base that, hey, 49.8% of the country is employed by businesses and black women are having business, having issues with gaining capital. Well, we first have to attack the capital. But before that, let's think about something. How many, what are the businesses that black women open? What are they? Most of the businesses have to do with something in the beauty industry, hair care, or something that has to do with the appearance. Black women are big on buying for their appearance. And that's often the businesses that we start are the businesses for apparel, hair, makeup, perfume, because we lead in the industry for buying those products. But what if we diversified those products? What if we diversified our services? What if we had the black tailors? What if we closed all the beauty supplies and opened up beauty supplies? All like just close all the beauty supplies, just didn't support them. Not, let me say something. I don't go against any of the Asian culture and what they do, but I do have a problem when they are benefiting off of my race and essentially taking money from my kids to be able to go to better schools and better colleges. Yeah, then I have a problem with it. Other than that, you know, other than that, do what you do. It doesn't bother me. Okay. But what if we put out a widespread idea to close all the black, I mean, close all the Asian controlled beauty supplies in our neighborhoods? What if that was just the thing? And if we were going to control the beauty industry, we just throw them out and have our own beauty supplies. What if that was just the one agenda we did? That would in turn change at that one agenda we carried on for the next two years until 2023 or 2022, excuse me. Well, 2020 is almost over. So 2023. Yeah, 2023. If we carried that on to 2023, I guarantee you that would change a lot of perspective. This is not... um an idea to gain a leg up over other races. This is an idea to keep black money in black communities. 
And black female entrepreneurs have that opportunity to be able to do that. I want to share something with you. How long do you think the black dollar circulates in our community? Uh, if you're on the live, just let me know what you think. How long do you think the black dollar circulates in our community? Now, in the Asian community, it's about 30 days that this the black their the Asian dollar circulates through their community. Um, if you are white, it's about two weeks. Um, if you are Latina, um, that is about, I'm going to say, I think it's like six days, but I'm not sure. I forgot about the Latino community, which I'm, I, I kind of include the Latinos with us, but hey. Um, but for the black community, it is six hours. The black dollar circulates through our community for about six hours. And that is the problem. We have 65% of black female entrepreneurs that make up, that make up the 65% of black entrepreneurs that make up the entire makeup of our entrepreneurial, the black entrepreneurial system. And we only have the dollar, the black dollar circulating six hours. Well, I'm going to give you some um, ways that we can overcome this difficulty with our industry. Um, um, excuse me, not our industry, but with our economy. Um, and one of those ways that we can really overcome the um, problem with capital is we're in an era now where the black enterprise is really exploding people want to help us people want to be a part of it take advantage let's take advantage of it how can we take advantage of it there are several grants which i will be posting on instagram tomorrow there are several grants that offer um, between five hundred dollars a month to ten thousand dollar grand prizes to undervalued underprivileged um, entrepreneurs and women of color that is just for your private sector and uh, businesses. But there are also businesses that could really benefit from the government sector. And there are several um, organizations that um, help these women, or help us rather, help us uh, to gain the government contracts that so many other companies already have privileged to gain. I know that when I had my cleaning business from 2016 to 2018, yeah, I closed it in 2018, what was it? Yeah, 2018. Um, there were a plethora of resources and people that were willing to help us build our business and gain these government contracts. Here in Virginia, um, it, it's called a SWAM certification, and that is small women and minorities. And if you are SWAM certified, certain government contracts are set aside just for um, women and minorities. And um, they even go down to just needing people who are micro businesses. Micro businesses are people who have like one, two, you know, up to about five employees. So those are the, the um, 
that's one resource. And then, of course, I'll put the grants up tomorrow on Instagram so that you can have access to that. Another thing, um, and this is really why I came on today, is supporting our businesses. How, you know, how do we support our businesses? How do we um, support our, our, our women who are starting? Um, I, the, and this is one that I really had to deal with myself because I was always kind of complaining when it came to black businesses. I'm like, why are they so expensive? Like, why? I don't feel like, you know, I'm getting the same service and things like that um, that I would get from, you know, a big box, you know, a bigger company or something like that or a white owned company. You know, I'm thinking, you know, I don't have to deal with these inconveniences and things like that. Why, you know, why would I be here? I will tell you, instead of taking your dollar to another place, offer feedback. Whether, you know, just offer feedback. Be honest with the person in a pleasant way. You know, I, you know, I get it that you want me to, you know, I offered feedback to my own stylist. I was like, okay, you, you know, you got us scrambling for appointment times sis, I mean, you booked up to January. How can I get in? She changed, you know, after a number of people gave her the same type of feedback, she changed her whole system to where she has like the people who come on a routine, they're there. And the people who don't or who are just like random, who just want to have her because she's a popular stylist, she just moves them to a different category. But that was because we were given the positive feedback that a black female entrepreneur needs. I just think that keeping that entrepreneurial spirit amongst black female entrepreneurs requires that we come together and be honest with each other about our services that we are offering. If the hair is too expensive and it doesn't cost $600 for that pack of weed, be honest. Tell the person, I don't, you know, maybe $200. I don't know what your wholesale price is, but this ain't it, sis, you know? And that's the kind of unity that we need amongst us in order to propel the black economy to where it needs to be because we are the change for the black economy hands down if we're 65 percent of all black entrepreneurs uh -uh, all black entrepreneurs and 65 percent of female entrepreneurs we can change this whole economy and support our children support each other but it does require that we unify through our gaining uh, our networking, our feedback, and gaining capital. Now, if you have some questions for me, please let me know because there's one more thing that I do want to talk about. Um, hey, Nina, I ain't seen you in forever. Um, yeah, so I'm going to open it up. Um, if you want to go live and you got a question for me, please let me know. I, we can go live together. Um the other thing I want to talk about is running the business along the female entrepreneur, the black female entrepreneur. The reason why we haven't gained so much capital and support is not only funding, but we run our businesses alone. Most of the time when we are starting, we start our businesses as part time to gain financial freedom, to get out of corporate America. And we spend out on average about 38 hours a week in our businesses. But the the issue with that is, is that since we have those part-time businesses and running the business alone, they're not making enough uh, profit and revenue to be able to support organizations 
that need to give to other businesses. Basically, we're not paying it forward. So everybody's have have everybody has a business. You know, you're a photographer. You're this. You're that. But the money ain't coming in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The money is not here, and that's the issue that we're having in our community. The way that we can overcome that is to be very active about going into network groups. Be very active about making sure that whatever services we take on, you take a black business. You know, when it came when it comes to finding black professionals and black businesses, I think one of the biggest things that you want to know is like you just you I, I'm I'm gonna say what I where I come from with it. A lot of the times, my hindrances that come with black businesses is: Are they gonna treat me like sister girl, or are they gonna give me the same service that they would give other people? Um, what are the reasons or differences between the black, Hispanic, and white and Asian communities regarding how long the dollar circulates? How come the Asian dollar is 30 days and the black dollar is six hours? That's a great, great question. So um, per my research, the Asian dollar circulates through 30 days because they support their communities with their own businesses. So if you go into like, I mean, you can go into some major cities and there is called a Chinatown. <laughs> they have everything that they need. The Asians are the tailors, the restaurant owners, they're the hairstylists. They just keep the money in that one community where they're just basically moving the money through each other. That was one of the reasons why I said you have to, black female entrepreneurs need to diversify the types of businesses that we offer. We can't all sell weave. We can't all be hairstylists. We need the tailor. We need those domestic services as well as those high upscale services. Whatever you're good at, you should make that your business. Because I can't, here in Virginia, I cannot find one black tailor or seamstress to alter my clothing. So I've been wearing my clothing just kind of like how it comes. But I cannot find any tailor or seamstress to be able to do that. That's a problem. That's the reason my, my dollar is, um, that's the reason our dollars go to the Asian community. You said, well, we should start black towns too. If you start a black economy, that is a black town. You start a, the, the essential part of starting, you know, that's a good question. Cause I saw this article where a, um, a group of people in Georgia decided to create a black community and it was based on like um, Black Lives Matters and they were, they literally, I think they bought like, it was, I forgot how many acres, it was like 200 acres of land and they were inviting people to come and stay in that black town. And I thought it was, you know, I was like, okay, that's a really good idea, you know, especially if they're fostering black communities and things like that. But then I was thinking to myself, I said, hmm, if we have these black towns all over the place, then those black towns should be economically free, meaning you should, houses should be paid for in cash, you know, because other than that, you're still paying all your money to the government and they still have a say so on what you do in that town. 
That's my thing on it. If you're economically free, starting a black town would be nothing. It would be nothing. You just start a black town, you know? But you have to be able to own that land. A lot of times when we say we bought a house, we didn't buy a house. We got a payment. We're paying on a house that still belongs to the government. Until we pay off our mortgage, they can still come and get it. That doesn't make it ours, you know? So, yeah. I believe it has to start with economic freedom and then move up to the black towns and creating our own, you know, our own area. Um, but in a way, honestly, I don't want to be separated and just have my own black town. I love culture. I love different cultures. I love being with people of different cultures and knowing who they are. But I don't like being economically oppressed. That's my problem. I don't like being economically oppressed. So if I'm able to have economic freedom for my family and I and my people, then yeah, I'm cool. But yeah. So that is my, I'm going to put $50 on it because I don't have two cents. I have $50. So that's my $50 on this, on black female entrepreneurs. Now, I will be coming on here every uh, every day at 1 p.m. right after the lunch hour just to talk about different topics and get your insight. I would love for you to go live with me, ask me questions. If you have a question that you um, would like me to make a topic for one of these discussions, let me know and I will make it. But every day at one o'clock, I will be going live. I will be recording. You'll see this recording um, tomorrow on YouTube. And you can check out Angel Talks Life podcast um, <laughs> tomorrow as well. So I'll see y'all tomorrow at one o'clock. I love y'all. And thank you for joining. Bye, y'all.